0: Hello, and welcome to Native Awakenings. Here at Native Awakenings, we provide a safe space to share heritage, techniques, meditations, and conversations, all to help increase your awareness. For the increase in awareness helps us to become more present and notice our reality. Thus, it leads towards an awakening. An awakening is a continual state of being. I'm not sure if any of us will ever become fully awakened. If so, that's awesome. But I like to view this as a continual journey. At our last podcast, we talked about the word association of meditation. And what does that mean? If you haven't listened to that episode, now's a wonderful time to pause this one and contemplate on what meditation means to you. What it personally means to me is the art of becoming familiar with the contents of my consciousness. Meditation has been described as becoming familiar with the mind, but I find it as though it be, helps me become more familiar with the entire consciousness of my being and the consciousness of reality. As I sit, in stillness and in silence, I begin to understand myself in incredibly beautiful ways. And meditation is the tool that I use to do that, to become a friend to myself, to treat myself with love. Next week, we'll talk about contemplation and use that word as an association. When you hear that word, how does it make you feel? Is it the same as meditation? I'd love to know and love hearing your answers, so please do feel free to share them with me. And now for today's podcast and for what we're diving into. This episode is going to be one of my favorites, I already know. And yes, dear listeners, I do know that I say this is going to be my favorite episode for a fair amount of podcasts that I do, but I'm passionate about what I talk about. That's why I talk about it. Today, we are going to be talking about the healing power of the breath. I am a huge devotee of the breath, and utilization of the breath has really played a foundational role in my healing. So, let's get into how. I feel qualified to speak on the breath in two philosophical ways one coming from my yogic background and the other coming from my indigenous background. We're going to talk about both modalities here, and how both of these philosophies can really help us get more in tune and integrated with our breathing. First, let's start with yoga. If you're familiar with yoga, you might have heard the term pranayama. And what that means is a breathing exercise. The yogis are fascinating beings, and they believe that we have a limited amount of inhales and exhales. Of course, this is true. We take our first breath upon exiting the womb, arriving onto the planet, and our last one passes when we transcend into the next dimension. The yogis believe that by extending the amount of time that we inhale and extending the amount of time that we exhale, that we are actually extending the longevity of our life. Let's say we have 10 inhales. And if you can make those 10 inhales last an hour, then you have an hour more to live. And if you can extend those 10 exhales for an hour, you have an hour more time. They really viewed it as a conservation of our life energy, which is why pranayama and prana have that prah, that energy energy, in both of those words. I myself have tried this practice, especially when I underwent my first yoga teacher training. I was able to take one inhale and one exhale for a minute. So one inhale, I could hold that for a minute, and one exhale, I could hold that for a minute. It was a fascinating practice, and I encourage you to try it out as you exercise your lungs. We have our body And we tend to focus on certain aspects of it, growing certain body parts, diminishing other body parts, so that we look aesthetically pleasing to the masses. But however, an internal focus and a training of our respiration can also produce massive benefits. If we think about a lifting of weight and how it requires an increase in muscle size to lift a certain weight, Well, then, an increase of the amount of oxygen that we take in will increase the amount of space within our body. When we have more space within our body, more things can drain, there is more space to process, and there is more oxygen as well that can inhabit our body. Oxygen is wonderfully healing and has a cascade of benefits. Now, we could go into the science of things, but Just a basic understanding of the breath can be extremely fascinating. So if we think about constriction and tightness, a muscle that is tight cannot move as freely. Same goes for our lungs. If we cannot breathe as freely, then we'll have more cortisol, which is the stress hormone within our bodies. The more calm and relaxed, the more even we can breathe, then that automatically reduces the amount of cortisol and stress within our body. Mental states have a breathing pattern. Let's think of a time when we're angry, and how those inhales and exhales can be rather forceful or short, or a time when we're sad, and we also breathe differently when we're crying and depressed. Well, what about the breath of happiness, Notice how it fills the lungs, fills the heart space, the lips part, the teeth show, there's a wonderful smile. When we breathe with positivity and when we breathe consciously, we begin to develop our consciousness in a fantastic way. So why would we want to exercise and train our lungs? What if we don't want to hold our breath for five minutes? What if that doesn't appeal to us? That's fine. Because training your lungs helps train your consciousness. If we ever find ourselves lost in thought or distracted by something, then our consciousness is very, very alert and aware. It's looking for things. It's looking for things that stand out, for threats, so on and so forth. And there's nothing wrong with that. However, if we begin to consciously modify the way that we breathe, this can in turn modify the way that we think. If we often tend to have negative thoughts, what happens when you take a deep inhale upon noticing that negative thought? This was my first introduction to breathing, was noticing when I got out of a state of harmony and trying to bring my breath back into a state of harmony. That is what the yogis believe, as yoga means union, is that by integrating and embodying a harmonious breath, that in turn leads to harmony within our mind, and harmony within our environment as well, and you get to play a part in that, as you can consciously control breathing. So why would you want to control your breath? To have more positive thoughts, to be more calm throughout your day. And how does this relate to healing? When we exercise and use an organ, it develops a purpose. And when we breathe with purpose, then we can begin setting intentions with our breath. Have you ever thought about doing something? I intend to do this thing, but not able to follow through. I feel like we all have encountered that. By breathing, it adds another layer of intention onto your intention. It adds the consciousness of will, of your beautiful will, in alignment with the divine will. Or, if you don't believe in divinity, your conscious will. That, in my direct experience, is how I've experienced healing with the yogic breath, is that it reduces the mental stress on my body. And as the mental stress is diminished, my body naturally moves into a state of harmony. And where there is harmony, there is healing. So what about the indigenous people? How did they breathe and what was their philosophy on the breath? This is also incredibly fascinating. The indigenous people believe that breath or ka or many other words that they use to describe the breath is actually spirit. And that as we inhale, we are actually inhaling spirit. It's fascinating and I love it because I believe it. If you think about it, it is life that we are taking in and life that we are giving out. Many people have a negative association with carbon dioxide, but that is fuel for other beings that just aren't humanoid. So as we breathe in that oxygen, the indigenous people believe it to be a sacred practice because you are communing with spirit with every single inhale and exhale. When we show a reverence for the breath in this way, As I mentioned a little earlier, it allows for an intention to be set. And if we breathe with intention, then we can begin to do all those fancy things like manifest and heal and grow. What is the purpose of this? When we do things without purpose, things tend to fall to chance or random or determinism, whatever have you. However, when we breathe with purpose, we then are able to set the intention with our consciousness, our mind, but also with our body. The mind is a powerful, powerful energetic space, but it needs the physicality of the body to actually do the work, do the healing. So, By only setting an intention with the mind, you're only setting out an energetic signal of, let's say, 50%. Half the time it may work, maybe 70% of the time it will work. However, when you marry that with the inhale and the exhale, you're bringing a physicality, almost a sigil, almost a spell, into creation, into the world much like one would wield a wand to cast a spell or write a spell to evoke a certain outcome, when there are no tools by us and when we want to use the wonderful tool of our body by breathing out the intention that is first formed within the consciousness can have a profound effect on the probability and possibility of this intention coming to fulfillment. I could speak on the breath forever. It's a fascinating topic, but I encourage you to meditate on it. How do you feel about the breath? And if you breathe with intention, what does that look like? Let's use the example of having a positive day. We want our day to be uplifting, full of love, compassion, excitement. Well, we have that thought within our mind, but to charge that thought Yes, we could use a crystal, we could say an affirmation out loud, but what is the universal language? What does every creature, every sentient being do? They all breathe. Now, of course, do your own research. There could be some sort of sentient being that somehow doesn't breathe. If so, I don't know of it, but let's just say 99% of all sentient beings Breathe in a sort of way. And by using the universal language, that is the most powerful spell ever. Feelings, emotions is one of them, and the breath is the other. Everything feels and everything breathes. So if you put a feeling into this intention of joy, of desire, of love, but also consciously breathe while you are setting that intention, then magic happens. Absolute magic. And that is how the indigenous people survive and thrive, because they did things with purpose and intention. How does a rain dance even work? How were they breathing during the rain dance? Look at the emotion of the dance. You can't tell me that that did not have a significant impact on the entire planet. Thus, falls the rain. So, at this point, you may be wondering, okay, well, how do I breathe for healing? Well, can you breathe into the wound? Can you allow an openness and a witnessing of whatever trauma that there is without constricting the breath, without controlling it, but allowing the spirit of the breath to flow through you? And harmony. Our indigenous ancestors also believe in the principle of harmony, that we are to work with nature. So, how do you work in harmony with the breath? I would like to suggest even inhales and even exhales. And I don't say even in a numerical sense, I say even in a balanced sense. So, if you breathe in for seven seconds, breathe out for seven seconds. Also, note that nostril breathing causes the lungs to work a tad bit harder than mouth breathing. So by actually exercising your lungs while you use them, you will train them to perform and develop in wonderful ways. If our indigenous ancestors are right, and I tend to lean towards that they are, then the stronger our capacity to breathe correlates to a stronger connection to the divine, to the spirit, So I encourage you to breathe in whatever way that you find causes an exercise of the lungs, but also causes a harmony of the body. Maybe today it's three-second inhale, three-second exhale. Maybe tomorrow it's something completely different. But I encourage you to find balance with your breathing. There are so many techniques out there. Feel free to research. But the ones that I love the most are the ones that I create. It's your body, they're your lungs, and they will speak to you. So breathe with intention, and with that intention comes healing. Try it out. Next time you get hurt, try evening your inhales and notice if the pain diminishes or increases. Thank you so much for listening. This has been a wonderful conversation. Next week, we will actually do a breathing practice together. I'm looking forward to it. And until then, the spirit animating my body honors, values, appreciates, respects, and unconditionally loves the spirit animating your body. Aho Matakoyasin. Om Namah Shivaya. Ayali Inyai Namaste.